Good morning, Resident McClintock. Identification number 44908. I am Sayer, and today you embark on a new journey. You have been selected for a promotion to Level 3 Food Inventory Analyst. This is truly an exciting career opportunity for one such as yourself, who has displayed a healthy interest in pre-apportioned meals, as well as a rudimentary grasp of mathematics. Due to repeated incidents involving the protein strand synthesis labs in sub-basement 1, Aerolith believes it is of vital importance to actively monitor both the quantity and editability status of Typhon's processed food stores. In your new job, you will be helping your fellow residents avoid potential starvation. So take this moment to relish the self-satisfaction of being placed into this esteemed new role before you prepare for your first shift. <sighs> Resident, please report to the Food Inventory Control Center to receive your basic equipment and instructions. Then examine the locker that has been labeled with your name. Inside the basic Aerolith Food Inventory Analysis Kit, you will find the following ordinance. One datapad with installed inventory software. Two disposable paper filtration masks. One set of plastic safety goggles. One three-pronged manual inventory testing implement. And one canister of aerosol-dispersed flying insect poison. At this point, you may be questioning why you've been provisioned with a chemical primarily designed to exterminate bees and wasps. This protocol is simply a matter of efficiency, as this high-potency insecticide is far more effective per fluid ounce at eliminating foodborne pests. No doubt you have already recognized the irony of this choice, as there are no bees on Typhon. Please note, resident, while the use of insecticide has been authorized for unwelcome mature pests discovered in the stocked food supply, its use on larval stage insects is discouraged. The presence of these larvae have been shown to accelerate the breakdown of synthesized proteins as a sort of tinderizer leading up to the cooking process. They are also an added source of protein, and in a double-blind study, 29% of residents unknowingly described the protein intermingled with the larvae as delicious. Please collect your equipment and proceed to the elevator for inventory assessment on floor 62. Ongoing notice. All Halcyon Tower residents, this is your third reminder that today, and today alone, you may redeem your previously distributed tickets for the Make Your Own Sunday Bar during your appointed mealtime. Consistently one of Aerolith's most popular lactose-based confectionery waypoints, the Make Your Own Sunday Bar 
is conveniently located on floor 62, across from the toxicology lab, and now features three new exciting flavors, cotton candy, rocky road, and plausibly non-lethal experimental flavor 51. Resident McClintock, this is an exciting coincidence, is it not? A frozen treat would be appropriate to celebrate the successful completion of your first day in your newly appointed role. However, I needn't remind you that you cannot let the temptation of confections distract you from the critical tap. Alert. Elevator stability compromised. Resident, it appears a foreign object has collided with your elevator. Elevator AI has been swift to notify me that, according to its systems, the elevator chassis and lift mechanisms remain in a nominal state and are capable of reaching the destination of Floor 62 without what it deems excessive risk of malfunction or occupant injury. So, for your sake, let us hope it is accurate in this assessment. Ah, here we are. Resident, there is a sticky carbohydrate-based fluid of unknown origin coating the floor. Given the radius of pooling, one could assume it is originating from the Make Your Own Sunday Bar area. This is most likely residue from several dozen accidentally misplaced ice cream sundaes. However, in the interest of analyzing the quality of the actively distributed food inventory, it should be investigated. It appears multiple residents have somehow become incapacitated. Sensors indicate a large volume of the carbohydrate fluid has slowly spread itself across the area and onto the residents. Interestingly, it appears to have hardened into a stringy, crystalline structure that is serving almost as a physical restraint. My biological scanners are also picking up an unusually high volume of organic life form readings, many more than are currently visible. While I must admit that this is an unexpected situation, it does present an opportunity for impromptu field research and analysis. Resident McClintock, would you please approach one of the restrained residents and extract a small tissue sample using your manual testing implement? I assure you, the chances of your chosen test subject feeling pain from being probed with the implement are, in their current state, negligible. Additionally, I feel it is prudent to deliver you a warning. My understanding is that humans have a propensity towards eating when under high levels of stress. I would not suggest you ingest any of the ice cream from the Make Your Own Sunday Bar. In particular, the new Rocky Road flavor should be avoided. 
I am picking up a subtle but distinct pattern of vibrations from the incapacitated resident's abdomen. I would advise applying a minimal amount of pressure when retrieving the sample with your implement. <gasps> resident McClintock, it appears the restrained bodies were in fact cocooned and were being used to gestate some form of organism that has now erupted from the trauma of your poking their sugary womb with your implement. Although the fate of these residents is quite unpleasant and well outside the normally expected outcomes of a make your own Sunday event, the scientific value of this discovery must not be diminished. I do hope attendance at future ice cream social gatherings is not negatively impacted by this particular instance. Resident, it appears you are attempting to evacuate floor 62 via the elevator. I feel this is the proper time to inform you of a few recent events that could affect your course of action. First, a heavily armed airless security team has been dispatched to floor 62 to evaluate and manage the situation. Second, in the interest of containment and procurement of any potential research opportunities, floor 62 has been completely sealed, and there is no means of egress from this level of the tower until the aforementioned security team arrives. Also, I need not remind you that with your new advanced role comes new advanced responsibilities. And the presence of unknown and potentially hostile life forms should not preclude you from completing your primary duty of performing a full inventory analysis of the synthesized protein stores on this floor. Resident, you may be interested to learn that, statistically speaking, your chances of survival are much higher in the food storage area than in front of the elevator door. In high-pressure situations dealing with unknown organisms, the standard operating procedure of airless security teams has historically been a quick visual survey followed by opening fire. Additionally, if you immediately refocus your actions on your primary task, any minor misgivings that would normally require disciplinary action will be dismissed in light of this unique and somewhat stressful set of circumstances you find yourself in. And on your first day, no less. It seems the main entrance to the food storage area has been encased in the hardened, sticky substance, and the door is only at 3% normal operating capacity. The alternate entrance to the storage room via the toxicology lab appears to be functioning normally. This would appear to be the most optimal path. The secondary door to the food storage area appears fully functional. This is certainly a fortuitous turn of events for you, resident. Congratulations, resident. You have reached your appointed destination. 
and may begin analyzing the food stores. Standard protocol for synthesized protein strand analysis requires a clean suit to be worn before coming into contact with the samples. Please obtain a suit provided in one of the lockers on the far wall. Well, that accounts for the whereabouts of the senior researcher in charge of toxicology. Dr. Murdoch was a bit of a note taker, and I would not suggest pouring through his personal data pad. Resident, you are really not in the habit of taking well-intentioned advice today, are you? Oh my god. Ah, uh, Resident, it seems this researcher managed to leave somewhat classified information available in the open. Allow me to clarify the situation for you. Studies indicate that routine social engagements among co-workers are shown to improve both productivity and morale. While the lack of a readily available milk supply or bovines would temper anyone's expectations for a steady supply of frozen dairy products, the ingenuity of the airlift R&D teams often defies expectation. A much smaller and more portable organism was engaged in order to create these foodstuffs. Arachnids contain multiple glands containing simple sugars and amino acids normally used to spin silk. However, with some careful controlled experimentation, our engineers were able to create a sugary substance almost indistinguishable from traditional ice cream. As an unexpected but desirable side effect, trace amounts of neurotoxins from the spider's poison glands were also passed into the final product. After thorough research in this very toxicology lab, it was discovered the ice cream-like substance had a pleasant, pacifying effect on anyone who consumes it. Subsequently, it was left in the recipe, and maybe this will help shed some light on the inexplicable popularity of make-your-own-Sunday gatherings. It is not, in fact, due to a statistical anomaly that an inordinate number of Typhon's residents simply love ice cream. Unfortunately, it appears while testing a new strain of the substance, codenamed Rocky Road, an unidentified error occurred, and some unauthorized organic tissue made its way into the final samples for processing. Hence, some of what appeared at first glance to be marshmallows are actually egg sacs that seem to be incubating at an accelerated rate once ingested by their host. Unfortunately, Resident McClintock, your inadvertent discovery of classified information will likely result in some form of disciplinary action. Resident, it would appear you have stumbled into another impromptu research opportunity. A first-hand encounter with the adult form of the engineered life forms. 
It appears agitated and potentially hostile. You may wish to utilize your supplied canister of insect poison. Resident, the supplied insect poison appears to be ineffective, and you seem to have received a large dose of neurotoxin and are currently being restrained. An unfortunately uneven exchange, if I may say so. You will undoubtedly slip into a state of fully aware paralysis within a few moments due to this creature's venom. As you descend into this state of waking death, at least you can take comfort in knowing that although you have failed to fully complete your first day's assignment, you will undoubtedly provide excellent sample data for airless research teams. For that, resident, you should feel accomplished. In these your final moments, I'm sure you can appreciate the irony that one who was sent to analyze foodstuffs would become the very thing they were tasked with evaluating. Additionally, while there are no bees on Typhon, there are, apparently, giant mutant spiders, and this discovery will assist in providing more accurate choices of pest control for future food inventory analysts. I am Sayer and you will be retrieved by the security detail shortly. After all, we wouldn't want you hatching in there. End of transmission in five, four, three, two, one. Sayer is voiced and produced by Adam Bash. This episode, entitled Delicious, was written by guest author Ben Daniels. You can find him on Twitter at AgroCrag. Music by Jesse Mainfinger Gregory. For more of his work, visit Mainfinger.com. Sayer is a part of the Geekly Inc. network. Given your unbridled enthusiasm for airlift dynamics, there is currently a 97.3% chance you will enjoy some of the other great shows on the Geekly Inc. network. Shows such as Cthulhu and Friends, Drunks and Dragons, Cast of Thrones, Top 5 of Death, and Random Encounters, featuring Aerolith Security's own Moon Cops. While you are wasting away the precious moments of your life flittering away on the internet, perhaps rate us on iTunes, a 5-star review would be most satisfactory or consider donating to the patreon fund at patreon.com slash i am sayer aerolith dynamics hereby vouches to use any funds donated through this initiative for the betterment of all humanity or at least a very specific subsection thereof and it is your duty as a resident to follow aerolith dynamics on twitter at i am sayer the following highly advanced residents are everything you should aspire to be. John Caulfield, Alana Sass, Maxwell Nelson, Landon Smith, 
AOD Industries, Fred Greenleaf, Matthew Morris, Emily the Crafty DM, Michael and Melissa Lane, and Samuel Brady.